Bing, bing. And here we are today on First Cup. We've got jokes. You all wrote in some amazing questions. We've got other stuff. It's just is a pile. It's a great pile. Stick around. We're going to unpack it in 15. All right. I got my coffee. Everything seems good. We're good. We're good. Put that over there. That doesn't need to be there. All right. And here we go. Three, two, Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Friday. It's January 7th, 2022. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee, which I just dribbled. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know who I'm apologizing. I'm apologizing to me. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, all of you, whether you're watching live later or perhaps listening. I appreciate you joining me. How was your Thursday? Was it a good day? I hope it was a good day. Good morning, Andrew. I had a pretty good day. It was a little crazy, but, you know, I haven't talked about it much lately, but if you've been watching for a while, you know that I transitioned task managers. I mean, this is the most nerdy thing I could do, right? Instead of handling all of my tasks in one way, I'm handling them another way. Well, I've been doing a really good job getting stuff done because Motion, usemotion.com, rocks. I don't make anything for telling you that. But if you are someone who has to keep a task list, if you have a bunch of projects that you're constantly working on, yep, this is the thing. It's pretty sweet. Wow, look at all the names coming in. Good morning, Stacy and Andy and Dennis and Nathan. I feel like I'm naming off reindeer. Good morning, Comet and Cupid and Donner. Yeah, so I got my work done, and I went and had acupuncture, and I went to the gym, and I've been working through Cobra Kai. You guys, I ha I I can't watch it as a martial artist. I can't. I can't. It paints such a terrible picture of martial artists. Season four is in that way. Horrible. It's a great show. And for everyone who's not a martial artist, I'm sure they love it. But I have a really hard time watching all these people be terrible people and then refer to each other as sensei in the next sentence. It, it's, it's rough. Good morning, Frank. <laughs> I have no idea what this means, but I, it sounds funny. Stacy says, I feel like I've made the chuckle patch from the magic garden when I hear my name. And Andrew's responding, it's not great martial arts, but it's still a good, enjoyable show. I'm, I'm not ta even talking about the quality of the technique. That I understand. And actually, some of you can tell who spent time training and who has not. There was a scene I was watching yesterday and somebody broke a board by swinging this way and the board was flat out. It wasn't here. They weren't coming down here. The board was here and they went, huh. It's like the only way you wouldn't break a board is to go in on the edge. Ugh. But my, my, my issue is the way martial artists and martial arts schools are represented in this. And I'm not sure how to handle it. I'm sharing it with all of you because you know, I'm pretty open with all of you. Um, 
you know, I don't know if we do a, a, a two part, a two section episode, or I write something for Marshall Journal. I don't know how I handle this, but I'm not happy. I'm really not. Stacy says that was a kid's show from the 70s where they would pluck kids' names from the garden and say hello on TV. Cool. Dennis remembers. Jenny says, you have to let that go. Wait until you see Sam's new kick. So I've, I've been doing a decent job of pretending I'm not a martial artist when I watch and that it's just a... You know, it's a 30-minute drama. Because it's not a sitcom. It's not even a comedy. It's a drama. And, and some of the actors are, are, are decent comedically. It's just a bunch of children of various ages being children. Who happen to... Anyway, I'm going to move on. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Eric. And he says, I still managed to find a lot of real world martial arts lessons in this season. There's some great, uh, this is the most quotable season yet. There's some really good stuff going on with that. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. I don't want to trash a show because I'm not trying to. Um, what else did I do? Made dinner. Prepped for, yeah. So a good part of yesterday was prepping for this weekend. So today... Plan this all out. Drive down to Manchester for a couple hours of super foot training with my buddy Terry. Looking forward to that. And then I go find, I don't know, Panera or whatever to get a little bit of work done. I've got a meeting at one point. Teaching a seminar at Craig's tonight. Uh, closed seminar. Their students only at their request. Uh, we'll crash with Craig. Go to Connecticut tomorrow for... A seminar at Paul Milholland's. That one's at, I believe, one o'clock. There are Facebook events for both, for well, for the one on Saturday. And we'll train and then hang out and I'll come back Sunday. So I'm all loaded up, ready to go. I got, when was the last time I had to put two geese in the car? I'm kind of excited about that. It's been a while. Yeah, this will be a fun weekend. Brian says, most of the actors are mid-20s and up in real life. Typical Karate Kid casting tricks. Of course, he's referencing the fact that Ralph Macchio was like, what, 25 when he was playing 17 in the original? And Kelly says, good luck this weekend. Have fun. Thank you. I'll be at Kelly's on January 22nd. There's an event, Facebook event for that too. And I know that some of you, I won't, I won't name your name, some of you are... are in the background of figuring out ways that I can do seminars at your schools and in your areas. And I'm really pumped about that. It's, it's really an honor that people want me to come down and teach. Like it's super cool. It really is. Okay. Um, so what am I doing today? Other than that, anything else? No, that's it. I'll be in the car at eight 30. Oh, pardon me. I've got a meeting at eight 15. <laughs> Had a call yesterday with a client's client. So without divulging too much, because I try not to talk about my clients. I have a client and I, I am the director of marketing for this client. This client's business is marketing to other people. 
So it's, it's kind of a meta thing. And there's been a slight transition in the business model. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. There's a, been a slight transition in the focus in, in that this entity is doing more of the work for the end cl- for the client that they hire. But I'm a big piece of this. So they're like, okay, we signed this deal. Now, Jeremy, we got to get you in a meeting so you can do your thing. And so um, I, I get to kind of work my magic. I said years ago, if I had my druthers, the thing that would I would do really well at would be to sit and come up with ideas. Well, that's kind of what this is. It's, hey, Jeremy, how should we attack this? Oh, let me let me ask a whole bunch of interview style questions and look at a whole bunch of data and read everything you can possibly send me about your business. And then I'm like, oh, we should do this. And everybody's like, that's a great idea. Actually, that hasn't happened yet, but I'm 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 being optimistic. Jeremy, that's a great idea. Let's start with that. All right. Awesome. Stacy's coming on the 22nd to take pictures. That's super cool. Oh, thank you. And Frank says that's probably because Jeremy's a super cool kind of guy. Well, it takes one to know it. Look at all my friends here. I love this. This is the best. This really is. Um, yesterday's episode got some good feedback. All in weekend. We didn't sell any more tickets, though. That's right. I think we will over the weekend. When you watch big ticket items, they tend to happen through the weekend because people generally get paid Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Oh, all right. You all have to be a ton of stuff. And I want to flip into that now because otherwise we're not going to have time. I'm going to start with the jokes. And I am, in case you forgot, I've got my Friday mug, quotes and jokes. You can get it at whistlekick.com until, I don't remember what the ex, what the date is, end of February, March, something like that. Uh, you don't have a ton of time left. So if you're interested in this mug or the other limited edition mug, you should go check it out. Okay. And Frank, I don't know how you find these. Like some of these are, are hysterical, but just like the themes that you pull, pull off, I think are great. January is hot soup month. What month should be Whistlekick month? I think we should make a Whistlekick month. I told mom to be careful while cooking dinner. I told her if you spill a bowl of alphabet soup, it could spell disaster. A ghost's favorite soup is scream of broccoli. Having chicken broth before the game was a sure shot way to maintain energy for the super bowl. Oh, here's one for Andrew. My soup was musical. It was piping hot. The chef taught me how to cook brilliant soups. He supervised me very well. Miso soup is the most self-aware soup. (laughs) That is one of the best jokes we've ever had on this show. How often do I laugh out loud like that? That's... Miso soup is the most self-aware soup. That's hysterical. The Japanese restaurant serves the best soups. It will also make miso happy. And finally, the soup was busy and preoccupied. He was stewing over something his friend said. Frank, those are phenomenal. (laughs) 
Brian says, Miso, that's hilarious. One of the things that's really important, and, you know, I, from what I can tell, Frank puts some time into this. I don't know how much time he puts into this. It's something that I spend a lot of time thinking about. If I have to be funny, even a little bit, I spend a lot of time, and, and if you're not in the chat, if you're not live right now, you don't see that the chat is blowing up, uh, cheering Frank on because everybody loves Frank and the jokes that he comes up with. Frank rocks. Miso, that's hilarious. Frank is the man. Yay, Friday. We got some fun stuff going. Order matters. Timing matters, right? Like the, the miso soup, the first one, if that had been after the other miso joke, wouldn't have been quite as funny. The order matters. And one of the things I've gotten better at, and I think it's a result of all the time spent interviewing, is finding where those half full beats and even quarter beats are in conversation because that creates tension and it's the release of that tension with expectation that creates humor. If you look at the best comedians, it's about timing. It's not just the material, it's the way they present it. Anybody can say a joke and it can be kind of funny, but where does it fit in the set? Where does it fit in the overall scheme? What comes before it? That's what makes it funny or really funny, I should say. And so that. Everybody's saying Frank rocks and I tell Andrew he rocks all the time and he's giving his canned response here. I'm a drummer. I roll. Kelly says, thank you, Frank. Everybody loves Frank's jokes. All right. Those are, those are fantastic. I, I'll, I'll be honest. So I don't read the jokes ahead of time because I don't, I, I want my re reaction to be authentic. Like, you know, if I'd read the miso soup is the most self-aware soup, <laughs> it's still funny. If I'd read that ahead, it wouldn't have had the same reaction. So mm, I try not to read those ahead of time. But I do often read some of the other stuff, and it still blows me away that Frank comes up with, you know, themed jokes like that. It has so many. All right. So I've got questions from Andrew and Dennis. But before we do that, Frank gives us today, Japan celebrates Jinjitsu. Jinjitsu, also known as Nanakusa no Seku, Feast of Seven Herbs, is one of five seasonal festivals, Goseku, in Japan. It is associated with the custom of eating rice porridge seasoned with seven edible wild herbs to ward off evil spirits and ensure good health. There are five seasonal festivals in Japan. They originated from Chinese practices and were traditionally held at the Japanese Imperial Court. One of them, Kodomo Nohi, or Children's Day, is now a public holiday. Three are widely celebrated unofficially and Kiku no Seiku on September 9th has been almost forgotten. A little bit more. Jinjitsu was originally celebrated on the seventh day of the first lunar month, but when Japan adopted the Gregorian calendar during the Meiji period, it was moved to January 7th. Today, today this holiday is considered part of the New Year celebrations. Its main attribute is the Nanakusa, seven herbs that are believed to bring good health. Oh, we do know what they are. Traditionally, they are Chinese celery, shepherd's purse, cudweed, chickweed, nipplewort, turnip, and daikon radish. Fun aside, if you want the easiest possible thing to grow in dirt 
that you don't have to care about and will still produce tremendous amounts of food, daikon radish. However, in some regions, other herbs are used. It is widely believed that rice porridge with seven lucky herbs brings health and longevity, as well as protects from evil spirits. Besides, the dish is easy on the stomach and helps to calm the digestive system after several days of New Year's feasts. That's probably what it's for, really. I grew a ton of daikon radish this summer. Andrew says, I fell down and hit my head on a snare drum. I think I got a percussion. Jenny says, Frank can tell jokes and Andrew can sit behind him going, but um, we could have like whistle kick comedy hour. There we go. Maybe not an hour, maybe more like nine minutes. Whistle kick comedy intermission. Maybe that could be part of the later seminars. We could have like a live opening comedy act. Frank, get your material ready. That would be fun. I have grand visions on the event side of things for 2022. I've talked to some of you about event plans for three, four, even five. Lots of events, really good stuff coming. Andrew says like all in weekend. Yeah. Okay. So I've got questions here from Andrew and Dennis. Andrew's question is going to be a little bit faster. So I'm going to read that one first. We all know the benefits of drinking water when we first wake up or should know, which is a reference to 12 months to health. The first chapter is about water. But hypothetically, let's say someone who normally wakes up at 7.30 and drinks their water ends up having insomnia and actually gets out of bed at 4 a.m. to go play video games. When should that hypothetical person drink their water when they first get out of bed? It doesn't matter what time it is. The, the main reason for the timing has to do with the fact that if you sleep and you are breathing, and you are not intaking fluids, you are dehydrating. You are not necessarily dehydrated because people apply that as a standard at times, but you are dehydrating overnight. You drink that water when you first wake up because you are trying to give your body what it needs to operate better. The alternative, let's say you wait until 7.30, is you've got three and a half hours where your body is dehydrated that it is operating. It is operating suboptimally. Defeats the purpose. If you are trying to maintain the habit of drinking water at 7.30, you might drink two glasses. Or if that's too much volume, the big glass at four and then half a glass at 7.30. You're not going to need as much at 7.30 if you've had a big glass at four. Okay. Um, let me know if there's follow-up. You're in the chat. Let me know. Stacey says, does my glass of water count as first if I take my morning meds with it? It's not about what you do with it. It's about doing it as soon as possible. The sooner, the better. 
And the origin for this, there's a metabolic benefit. If you, your, your body operates best when all these conditions are, are met, when you sleep enough, when you are hydrated, et cetera, right? So if we know that when you sleep, you dehydrate and you wake up and you are awake, you are operating, but you're in that period of suboptimal operation. The sooner you can get that water in, the sooner your body will take it in and the sooner your body will operate and in, in a better way. What does that more optimal operation look like? Uh, you're going to be more awake, more alert. Your metabolism is going to be revved up. Um, there, there are studies that show um, greater calorie burn for a period of time if you drink water when you first wake up. Yeah, some interesting stuff there. So Stacy says, okay, works for me. Usually about 15 minutes after I wake up, you know, there's no, there's no right or wrong here. It's just, you're trying to get it as close to waking up as possible. I know there are some people who are keeping it on their bedside table and they're drinking it before they even get out of bed. That's fine. Whatever works for you. I would rather you have, I would rather you build the habit because it's all about the habit. And this whole book is about building the habits simply. So they don't take a lot of work. Ooh, I'm warmed up. I would rather you do that such that you're, you're drinking that first class 15 minutes after you wake up every day, rather than some days you do it five minutes and some days you forget and it's two hours later. Okay. It's the, it's the consistency of the action that makes it sustainable. If it's something you have to think about, you're not going to keep doing it and it's going to take more emotional energy. And the whole purpose of this book and the program inside is that you build these habits in such a way that it doesn't require energy. You're just like, I did this. Okay, I drink water. Okay, now I do this. And you're not, right? If somebody gives you a list of like 47 things to do, you're like, oh my God, this is, yeah. this is a book of 12 things to do, but we don't give you 12 at once. We give you one and then you do it for a while and then you don't even notice it anymore. And then we give you another. Okay. And if anybody who's watching or listening and wants to go deeper, we have a Facebook group, 12 Months to Health. Maybe Jenny can post the link. Uh, it is a closed group because we talk about the book and we talk about some other things. So yeah, go ahead, find that 12 months to health and you can find the book on Amazon. And if you get the hardcover, you can hit people with it. If you need an impromptu weapon in your home. Okay. And then Dennis asks a great question. What are some of your recommendations for non-martial arts related fitness training to supplement and create well-rounded martial arts athletes? Well, I could take the easy way out and say, check out the training programs at whistlekick.com. We've got uh, Whistlekick Force, which originally was the strength and conditioning program. We renamed them all. So Force is probably the one that, that complements best. Martial artists overall have some aspects of us where we're really strong, others where we are really weak. And most of them have to do with us being anterior front dominant. Uh, you ever notice that a lot of older martial artists have shoulder surgery? It's because their shoulders rotate forward because we spend so much time building the front of our shoulders and our chest from push-ups. And a lot of us do push-ups wrong with our, sorry, elbows flared out, right? Even a little bit, put strain on the shoulder where it doesn't belong. And over time that degrades. Um, I'm also working through something right now that makes sense. I'm not surprised 
where my knee issues, it only took 20 years to find a, a doctor who could actually understand this and help me fix it. My knee issues track back to a single muscle, my glute med, not the big part of the butt on the back, but the side butt. <laughs> my side butt isn't strong enough because my other muscles involved in kicking are so strong that it doesn't need to be. Bummer. Side butt, kind of posterior, right? Not front. We're strong on the front. We're not strong on the back. All right, Je Jenny's posted that, that link in the chat here. I'll put that up on the screen. Now, in addition to that, and Dennis, I am going to go a little bit deeper, so just hang on. In addition to the, the force program, we've got FAST, which is the speed development program. We've got FUEL, which is the cardiovascular conditioning program. And we've got FLEX, which is the flexibility program, which that one is free. And any of your discounts apply to those programs, except for FLEX, because you can't get less than free. I'm not going to give you money if you don't. Okay. But let's say you want to go deeper. When, when I look at what is best going to complement a martial artist, it is not things that look like martial arts. It's things that look not at all like martial arts. One of my favorite things for building conditioning that I think applies to martial arts is hiking. Carrying a heavy pack, going up and down, there's a ton of leg conditioning going on there, both anterior and posterior. Uh, it makes you work on your breathing and makes you work on your balance. Now, does that fix everything or is that everything in, in one workout? No, it's not, not even close. Okay. But on top of that, you, most of you have heard me say that I think a well-rounded martial artist is a better martial artist. That also applies to the physical exercise that you would do, the complementary exercise. Go do other things, okay? Now, if you have injuries or predispositions to injury, I almost didn't get through that word, then maybe you're limiting things. Now, now I know Dennis, and I know Dennis is doing a ton of stuff, a ton of workouts, but I think the number one thing that we need to think of, if I'm thinking of him and, and, and if without going through all that he's doing, if he said, you know, what, do you, what would you guess would be good for me? It would be things that work the back. So whether we're talking about pull-ups or um, other load-bearing, weightlifting, resistance-based movements that work the back. Those are great. Uh, one of the things, and this is in the, the, the uh, force protocol. One of the things that I've found is that most of us, especially if martial arts is our primary form of exercise, have very weak muscles along the spine. They're called erectors. And as we get older and other muscles are being strong for us, and those muscles don't have as much to do, that's where back problems come in. So there are some movements in the force exercise protocol that work the erectors. Um, it's really hard to do that without weights, which is 
why that program I think is really different from any other non-weight, non-weighted, right? Like the force is just body weight. Um, that's why it's such a different program. Do I feel like I answered that? Dennis, I'm curious if you feel like I answered that. Create well-rounded martial arts athletes. If I was going to suggest one other thing, so the, the very heart of the fuel program is the fact that most of us don't understand the way the body handles conditioning. You've got, here's a question. Have you ever prepared for, let's say a competition or testing or whatever, and you went and you went running, you went running on a treadmill, you went running on the road, and then you went to spar and you're like, man, I can run for miles. Why am I so exhausted in 20 seconds? Because the body processes energy at different intensities in different ways. The way that the body processes energy from, you know, jogging down the road is dramatically different biologically than the way it processes energy if you're in an intense, let's say, sparring match. I find that the higher intensity stuff translates fine down to less intense, but not so much the other way. So hiking, as good as it is, isn't going to make you a better fighter. It may a little bit, but not much. Okay. Then it says, that was great. Thanks. Okay. I'm going to finish this thought then, and then we'll go. If you look for ways that you can do intense stuff, if you're familiar with the concept of a Tabata, which is 20 seconds of work and 10 seconds of rest, you can do some things around that. But all in all, we're talking about short bits of high intensity. I think that is what most martial artists miss. Most fighters will talk about, oh, I needed to do rounds in order to get ready for a fight. This is why. It's the, it's the short bits of high intensity. And you can work that up. You can start with, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this bag as fast, as hard as I can for five seconds, and you're gonna be smoked. And then you don't go to 10 seconds, you go to six. And then you do that for, you know, a few times a day for a week, and then you go to seven. And that's the heart of all the programs. And that's my recommendation on everything. It's how we handle this book. It's how we handle everything. It's 1% better. What's the small increment that we can slowly march up so we can be more likely to see success, feel less discouraged, less inclination towards injury, etc. Martial arts, as with everything else, builds on yesterday. But we want to take shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. There's more efficient ways, but there are no shortcuts. Okay. And Dennis says, nothing taxes your system like intense sparring. Bruce Lee said it best. You want to be able to fight, you have to practice fighting. And a lot of that's the adrenaline impact. If you, if you, anybody who's ever been in a fight, competition, whatever, and they know how much energy adrenaline takes from you. The adrenaline pushes up your ability to operate stronger, faster for short durations of time, but it pulls that energy from somewhere. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go have a great weekend. I think I'm going to see some of you this weekend. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to that. Again, the seminar tonight is closed. Tomorrow's is open. Uh, and last I knew there was plenty of room. So uh, GTA 
Taekwondo, if you Facebook, um, actually, you know what? Easiest place to go. If you go to whistlekick.com and you go to the four individuals tab, there's a link in there for the tour and the tour has all the dates that are there so far. We don't have the dates that we're still working on and negotiating and haven't committed, but there are more, there are more coming. There's dates in there through April. All right, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for watching or listening. I appreciate all of you. Remember, we do the show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And I hope that some of you will join. If you have questions or comments, facebook.com slash first cup with Jeremy. And if you want to support us, patreon.com slash whistlekick. You could use the code firstcup15 to get something like the Frye mug or anything else at whistlekick.com. And if you want the full list, go to whistlekick.com slash family. We've got behind the scenes stuff as well as all the things you can do to support us in our mission, free things, things that cost money, things that save you money. So much stuff over there. I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you have a fantastic weekend and I look forward to seeing you back here on Monday. Take care, everyone. Peace.